day of fun for you. Today we're starting out with with that. Today we're starting out with some amazing food facts, and later on we were talking some Marvel. So without further ado, let's jump in and I can explain the whole shebang. Let's roll the intro, guys. Hello everybody, good morning and happy Wednesday to you. This is Everyday Heroes under the official Rock Blaster Network. If you haven't yet, go ahead, check us out on YouTube and Twitch. Hit that subscribe button. We're also on Discord and Post. This morning we're starting out with... <sighs> Excuse me. One of my favorite topics, food. Now we did this yesterday. We talked about um, some differences between franchises in different countries and debated on what the best style of food is. Today we're gonna to continue a little bit and talk about some mind-blowing food facts. Eat This Not That from eatthis.com. Wrote down 100, we're not gonna do all 100 because well, I don't have all day, but we're gonna go over some that I thought are pretty freaking interesting. Let's see what you knew or maybe didn't know. Number one, Spam is super popular, but did you know that there is a Spam Museum? And although it is the most popular treat in Hawaii, the Spam Museum is actually in, or the home of Spam, is actually in Minnesota. The museum, however, is in Austin, Texas. If you want to check it out, you can go to Spam.com. You can get tickets. You can do self-guided or um, regular tours. They have the Spambassadors. And you can see all sorts of cool things like how tall you are in spam cans, some of the original mascots, and apparently instruments made out of spam cans, not the spam itself. The second one that I thought was pretty cool, Pennsylvania is the mushroom capital of the world. So maybe spam isn't your forte, but you do like mushrooms. Maybe not. The mushroom capital is located in Kennett Square, Pennsylvania, is the largest exporter followed by us in California. Hey, for once, we aren't number one, or supposedly number one on something. Pound cake has a very good reason for its name. Originally, pound cake was called that because there was a pound of every ingredient in the original recipe. Now, not so much, probably due to uh, you know, diet and stuff, but for instance, we had, let's go down to this recipe, Find it again. Where'd it go? Um, okay, so the amount of butter, the amount of eggs, the amount of flour, and the amount of sugar all equaled a pound. That sounds like way too much of that stuff to be putting in your mouth. Hot chocolate is older than you think. Now, this one I actually knew thanks to History Channel and multiple other history books that I've read. Hot chocolate is older than you think. So, who do you think were the first people to invent it? Well, it was actually the Maya and Aztec. We know that chocolate actually came from, the, or the use of chocolate, hardcore, was all the, uh, did all the way back to them. And a lot of places in South America, even to today, are where you get some of the cocoa beans for it. Um, the precursor to what they called hot chocolate was used for everything from religious ceremonies to coming-of-age celebrations and even weddings. Hey, hot chocolate bar at a wedding? Sounds like my kind of place to be. All right. Did you know that carrots can come in many colors? 
orange is not actually the original one, but the original color was actually purple and yellow. And if you actually watch my video I did on carrots a while back, it's because I believe of the nutrients in the soil and how they look when they grow. The orange actually comes from a coloring we give it. Don't worry, however, they have said that that doesn't change the taste or nutrition value. But if you want a natural carrot, purple and yellow are what you want to look for. Did you know that there's actually a reason? <coughs> excuse me. Did you know that there's, <coughs> excuse me. Did you know that there's actually a reason that teachers were given apples as gifts? It goes all the way back to the 16th and 18th century when the teacher's salary was so low that students would compensate them by providing them with apples, one of the most common crops during that time period. Well, hey, there you go. Give them a nutritious snack and something to say thank you for being a teacher. As they say, teachers respect. All right. Did you know that your wasabi, if you're a sushi lover, isn't real wasabi? But it actually makes sense. Most wasabi that we have here, and actually in many places in Japan, is actually flavored horseradish. The plant that it comes from is so hard to cultivate and takes a long time to grow that very few places actually use it. So what do you do? You take horseradish, you flavor it, you get that spicy side that I love with my sushi. Not that weird. It happens a lot. Did you know cucumbers are mostly water? Well, I actually knew that already. They're 96% water. And the joke here is you don't want to drink that much water? Snack on a cucumber. You'll get a load. So really, cucumbers are nothing more than, well, water formed into little circles when you cut them. Doesn't sound so appetizing, does it? But yeah, cucumbers really are nothing more than that. Speaking of water, did you know that lemons float? And do you know the reason behind it? So we all probably know that when you drop a lemon in your glass, it pops to the top, right? Well, it's because they have a similar, if not same density to water. And obviously when you put the same thing in there, it's not gonna change. However, you put a big enough chunk or enough lemon, you probably will get it down to the bottom, but that is more of a, uh, what do you call it? Uh, weight thing, not an actual lemon. Lemon biology, thank you. Cranberries will bounce if fresh. Now, I'm not sure how they figure this out, but if you want to see if your cranberries are still good, they will bounce. My guess is that the um, the um, uh, molecular um, layout in a cranberry uh, it's just that. It probably gives you enough. It's kind of the same thing that when you throw a piece of spaghetti in the wall and it sticks, you know it's done. There's probably some science inside of it that just, it's a funky thing. Not really necessarily why, but you know. Olives were once a hot commodity. Back in Syria around 2000 BCE, olives were five times more valuable than wine and two and a half times that of seed oils. That makes olives probably the prized possession, the gold of food. It makes a lot of sense though. Olive oil is very hard to do. And that's why it, you know, olives were so hot. But it probably took a lot to actually make legit standard olive oil. Because as we know, most of the the um, the liquids we have here, they're not exactly pure. Why? 
Well, it takes a lot of time and money, guys. So what you're eating might be, I don't know, 95% legit. There's 5% of stuff in there just to fill and make it, you know, good. Did you know that tea bags used to make tea were created by accident? Um, it was an American that actually alt, uh, revolutionized the drink, even though uh, Britain and um, United Kingdom is known for more popularity there. New Yorker named Thomas Sullivan is credited with creating the bag. He would send samples of product in silk bags and people started to throw them in the teapot. And boom, the rest is history. Um, I'm not sure if this particular individual got the money or actually produced them. However, I'm hoping that this guy at least got something for making the bag. <sighs> Excuse me. All right, what do we got next? Did you know that your Fruit Loops actually all taste the same? It comes from the same F-R-O-O-T fruit flavor. I think this is a trick of the eye and the brain. When you see blue, you think something like blueberry. When you see red, you think something like apple or strawberry or cranberry. When you see orange, you think orange. However, it is just one sugary cereal that messes with your mind. But to be honest, go for Cheerios, go for life. It's better for you. Did you know in New York, there is a $350 ice cream sundae? Crazy. The most expensive one can be found at Serendipity 3. It contains Tahitian vanilla cream, 23 karat gold leaf, almonds, caviar, and a sugar-encrusted orchid. It takes eight hours to make and comes in a Baccarat crystal goblet, of course, with more gold leaf and an 18 karat gold spoon. Now, I've actually heard of this place. This is one of the most famous places over there as far as desserts go. They have the best thing called frozen hot chocolate. If you haven't tried it yet, you gotta get it. I gotta get myself a new box of that because it's delicious. But these guys are known to be over the top. Their ice cream parlor is old school looking, but really legit. If you want some good ice cream, you can actually order it now. Go online, pick up some. You don't have to spend 350 bucks. Just get the ice cream by itself. Did you know that pretzels were once a symbol of love? During the 17th century, that was so. According to lore, in 1614, a Swiss royal couple used a pretzel in their wedding to seal their bond. And some historians believe this is where the saying, tying the knot, came from. Well, that can make a lot of sense, right? You've seen a pretzel before. It is actually a tied knot. And if you've seen how they make a pretzel, you literally have to wrap it around to make that shape. How cool is that? If that's true, I totally dig it. And I'm a pretzel fan anyway, so there you go. This is a quick one that we all probably know already, but if you haven't watched History Channel's Food That Built America, you may have not picked it up. M&Ms are called that for a reason. It was created after, it was named after Mars and Murray, those two, the two men that created the famous candy. Also from that show, I learned that popsicles were invented by a child. 11-year-old Frank Epperson left a mixture of powdered soda, water, and a mixing stick out overnight in freezing temperature, came back out the next morning, and lo and behold, the popsicle was made. Took a while for it to get big, according to the show and history. However, once it did get big, well, you know the rest of the story. Popsicles are one of the number one selling frozen treats you can buy at any grocery store, restaurant, or ice cream shop, basically. Did you know that applesauce was the first food eaten in space? 
and it wasn't even freeze-dried. Applesauce was consumed, and my guess is probably because it was lightweight, easy to carry, and while it could get a little messy, it was probably the easiest thing to chew on or snack on. And it kind of gives you those things that, you know, kids used to have where you open the tube and you drink it like apple juice, basically. Think of it that way. That's where you get it. All right, a few more here. Uh, white chocolate isn't real chocolate. It doesn't contain uh, the dark chocolate cocoa solids, but it does have a lot of cocoa butter, which gives it the very sugary, uh, uh, thick, solid taste. So if you aren't a fan of chocolate, but you want a chocolate taste, snack on white chocolate. Probably why I was never a fan. It can take over 100 licks to get to the center of that Tootsie Pop. According to the Tootsie Pop people, it can take anywhere from 144 to 411 licks to get to that center. That is a big range, and it kind of brings those commercials to shame who just said, one, two, three, crunch, you're done. Can you imagine licking it for 411? Ah, uh, no. No, thank you. Three Musketeers, one of my favorite chocolates, originally had, excuse me, Neapolitan flavor inside of them. Neapolitan is the famous vanilla, strawberry, and chocolate that you can get in many ice cream bars today. However, due to rations in uh, World War II, it converted over strictly to chocolate. I'm very glad because honestly, I like that better. Ubari King cantaloupes are very expensive. This particular cantaloupe is the most expensive fruit in the entire world, and they've been auctioned off for almost $30,000. The highest price here was $27,295 for a cantaloupe. God. All right, um, let's see. Radishes were once used as a form of payment. In ancient Egypt, radishes, along with onions and garlic, were given to workers as wages. They, provided, uh, they were provided workers to help provide against illness and keep them healthy Basically, so they can come back to work again and not have to worry about that, you know. Um, no, I'm sure it was actually a very nice thing to do. Um, let's see. French fries aren't from France. They're actually created in Belgium. Um, they are. They, uh, they're called French fries, though, because of how they're prepared, because they're, used, they're prepared using the Julianne method of cutting, which is a French style. All right, um, let's do this one. Oreos were originally called something else, but really not that different. They were first called Oreo biscuits. The Oreo cookie, as we know and love today, came in countless flavors, but when these cookies made their debut, the original chocolate cookie, the original um, was the chocolate cookie and a lemon meringue flavor. All right, guys, so before we go on too longer, go check out that link. It is freaking cool. I think you'll enjoy it. Let us know what you think. We are talking about a character from Marvel later today. So if you're a Marvel fan, you're going to want to come back and check it out, guys. As always, guys, thank you so much. Thank you for watching and stay curious. Bye, everybody.